Hi guys, welcome to part three. This time we are going to be talking about Square Enix and Ubisoft. To introduce this topic, I'm going to hand it over to Scott. Thanks, Luke. Yep, uh, so to be honest, Ubisoft and Square Enix were both uh, sets of the conference that I was looking forward to, primarily because I knew one of the two of them was going to be giving up the first sort of trailers and hopefully gameplay on Deus Ex, Mankind Revealed. And, uh, sorry, Mankind Divided. I don't know why I keep calling it Mankind Revealed. I've been doing the same bloody thing all day. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I was really looking forward to that. Plus, obviously, Ubisoft being the pioneers behind Assassin's Creed and some of the Tom Clancy games that we were expecting to be coming out. Um, yeah, there were two sessions that I was really quite looking forward to. In terms of the games that they did show, um, even the ones that I didn't think I was going to be that uh, interested in, I found myself being really quite impressed by what they put together for the conferences. Of course, the highlight for me was Deus Ex. I could probably talk for about half an hour on that alone. Um, I was slightly disappointed in how Square Enix put the Deus Ex Mankind Divided stuff together. There was obviously the trailer that we had seen before, and there was some limited gameplay, but they've sort of made up for it today. There's been a, a video released, I think it's on IGN at the moment, which is 25 minutes of gameplay from the, the game itself. Um, it's just alpha footage, but I have to say I'm already incredibly impressed by it and very much looking forward to it. I guess in terms of other games, we'll cover them in sections in a little bit uh, more detail afterwards. But uh, Paul, what did you think of the two sessions? To be fair, not being a fan of uh, Deus Ex before, yeah, it looked amazing. It's actually making me want to go and buy the other one to test it out, try it before that gets launched. In relation to Ubisoft, I know that um, it was actually shown by Sony, but Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I am so looking forward to that. I've got every single Assassin's Creed game. I've enjoyed the entire series. And although I am hoping that uh, what happened last year with Unity doesn't happen with Syndicate. Well, I have to say I agree with you. I've never really been a fan of the Assassin's Creed games in the past, but maybe it's just because I live close to London and I spend a lot of time in London these days. But I'm really quite impressed by how they've created the landscape for uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, But yeah... Um, I agree with your points. I think the Deus Ex thing will draw in a completely new audience and it's definitely a good time to pick up Human Revolution because you'll pick it up for about two or three pounds these days. It doesn't seem to have the popularity that it necessarily deserves for me. Uh, Luke, what did you think of the two conferences? Yeah, I thought they both brought their own to the table. I mean, obviously, like yourself, I'm a massive Deus Ex fan. So to see more gameplay on that was uh, fantastic. Uh, even if it wasn't necessarily at the conference um, that said again I'm not a massive fan of Assassin's Creed myself, I enjoyed Black Flag with it being different, being pirates I actually enjoyed the pirate side of it um, that was probably the only one apart from Brotherhood I've ever completed because the storylines get boring it's the same old crap week in, week out with uh, Assassin's Creed so you know that's the main thing for me when you when I think of Ubisoft is that I mean don't me wrong you've got the division um, and other titles coming from them, um, Rainbow Six. You know, there's there's a list of titles, but the main one that always comes to mind when you think of Ubisoft for me is Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Rainbow Six and the fact that they are going to bundle it when you uh, get an Xbox. Uh, well, when you buy it on the Xbox One, the fact they're going to bundle it back with Vegas One and Two is a great idea, I think. Yeah. But generally, yeah, I thought they I thought they both brought their own to the table and uh, they, they they were steady as they always are. You know, they had a steady flow of releases and. Luckily, we're not going to have to wait too long to see quite a few of them. Yeah. 
I know we'll discuss Battlefront in a little bit more detail when we get to the, the EA segment. It's been widely hyped as probably one of the most anticipated games that was shown at E3 just because of how graphically fantastic it looked. Um, for me, though, it was almost undone by the last thing that Square Enix uh, showed on uh, at their conference, which was Ghost Recon. I have to say, I didn't know anything about yeah. Ghost Recon before I seen the that E3 conference. That was Ubisoft. Ubisoft, sorry. I knew it was one of the two of them. Um, so yeah, when they highlighted the stuff that came out for that, I thought the gameplay looked phenomenal, the graphics looked phenomenal, the wide landscape, uh, you know, that ranging world that they've created for it. And that was just alpha, pre-alpha footage. I really can't wait to see what they're going to do with it because it looks like that could be one of the most successful games that's been released for this current generation. Dan, what were your thoughts on the two of them? Uh, if you were saying which one was my favourite, I'd pick Ubisoft, but from Square Enix, um, I really, I really like the look of the new Deus Ex. I enjoyed Mankind. Or, uh, was it Human Revolution? Is that the one on the 360? Yep. Yeah, I enjoyed that one, and I also enjoyed the original because I had it on the PC. Um, I also really like the look of Just Cause 3. It's looking amazing. I mean, the graphically and also gameplay-wise, I can't wait to get my hands on that game. Then we go to Ubisoft, and of course, as Paul said before, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Can't wait to pick that one up. It looks like it's bringing some elements of GDA-style gameplay with all stealing carriages and things like that. And the big one from Ubisoft for me had to be seeing the Division gameplay. It just looks amazing. I mean, that final scene where they come across a bunch of scavengers and they decide to kill them and take their gear but the helicopter arrives and he when they get the gear two members on his squad get trapped behind enemy lines and they're begging it they got this fur guy to save them he of course acts like an ass shoots them in the head takes the loop jumps on the helicopter and flies away and i i can't if you can do that in the game then it's gonna be sweet i i, I just can't wait to play that game yeah, I've seen some of the footage that had been released before E3. I think there's about a 20-minute gameplay uh, footage on YouTube that you can watch for The Division, and that had me really excited for it coming out. And it's been delayed, it's been delayed. Um, I was glad to see they actually gave it a release date, despite the fact that it is going to be March next year. Um, but like you, I've been looking forward to that for quite a while. Um, Grady, how did you think the Ubisoft and Square Enix conferences went? Ah, Square Enix. I'm not, uh, I'm not a big fan of Japanese RPGs, so... A lot of theirs show didn't do much for me. I've never paid a, uh, never played a do stylophone game, so that doesn't do much for me. Um, Ubisoft, I'm not not super excited about Assassin's Creed uh, specifically. I think the only one I've actually liked was Black Flag, like Luke said, and just because it was different. So we'll see. Uh, I'm also not real big into the industrial timing that I think it's taken place in. Um, I thought Just Cause 3 looked awesome. And uh, that Ghost Recon looked good. But I've almost got a little bit of, I guess, sandbox fatigue. Uh, so as good as those games look, and I think they will be excellent, I'm not sure if I'll pick them up. Division, when, when they debuted that, I was probably more excited for that game than any other game. That was easily in my top three. But it's been so long since they debuted it that I've actually kind of grown stale on it. And uh, it'll still probably be a day one purchase for me. But I'm no longer as excited for it as I was just because it's been so long. So there you go. I guess the other Tom Clancy one we've not really discussed in great depth was the footage that we've seen for Rainbow Six Siege, and particularly the sort of terrorist hunt aspect that comes along with it. Now, 
anybody that's played either Rainbow Six or Vegas 2 will know that Terrorist Hunt is a sort of side ac- side accompaniment that's always gone alongside the actual campaign mode where you enter into one of these maps, you're given a set amount of uh, enemies and you can either take them on solo or as part of a sort of co-op. Uh, the previous games haven't been multiplayer co-op as far as I'm aware. Perhaps I just had no friends and I was playing these games and did everything on my own. But the way they highlighted this one, there was a squad of about four or five people in the room actually interactively playing it. And I don't know, a lot of people were saying that the, the footage that was being shown for that particular game shot was, it looked quite dull and boring because they were taking it dead seriously. But I thought it added a sort of realistic component and you found yourself sitting on edge slightly. Um, anyone else particularly excited by that or am I kind of sitting here alone? I think they only really showed gameplay footage from Terrorist Hunt, but yeah, the all the uh, Rainbow games have been kind of notorious for having a good accompanying storyline that goes along with them. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure of the details of what the campaign will be, but I still expect there's going to be something there. I'll uh, butt in there and, and slap you down. There is going to be no campaign. Oh, is there not? Oh, every okay. report I've read states that there's not going to be a campaign. It's basically a, a co-op multiplayer game. The whole game. It's a, it's a Titanfall in the Tom Clancy world. I really wish they would stop doing that and, you know, adding a, co- a, a single-player aspect as well because it really limits value for money. I was going to say, speaking of Rainbow, I don't know if any of you guys ever played Counter-Strike, uh, yeah. but I, I so much Counter-Strike back in the day that a lot of the objectives that they're putting forward to me are very old news. Uh, but I do like that the environment seems to be completely destructible, and there's a lot of different ways to approach a scenario. I think if you had some guys that you played with often that you coordinated well with, you'd have a good time. But if you're thrown into public matches, that's going to be one of the worst games ever. I guess I mentioned this game as well back during the uh, Sony cast, uh, but one is Square Enix's outputs that I'm really looking forward to is the new Hitman game. Um, I'm aware it's going to be a PS4 time exclusive release, but I have to say what, the is it yeah. just the downloadable content? I'm sure um, that's getting launched fully. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't okay. announced as a complete exclusive. No, I, I just kind of got the impression that they would be releasing, certainly the beta would be going to PS4 before it arrived anywhere near the uh, Xbox One. That was certainly what I took from it anyway. Um, granted, it was last week. Quite probably I'm wrong, because it's been a while since I watched the actual videos. So. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly I thought the gameplay was good. I thought the, the graphics, again, looked really good. And I'm quite intrigued to see what this uh, format's going to be for the multiplayer component, whereby you can set up your own... Uh, targets, you can set up your own hits. Um, they didn't really give much away in terms of how that's going to work in the game, but they seem to suggest it's going to be quite an expansive world across many cities. And Scott, you did you play up... Hitman Absolution? Yeah, I did, yeah. That mode was in it. Okay. That's part of the reason that I'm looking forward to this one quite so much, I think. It's been a long time coming, and yeah, I think it looked really good when they showed it on the, the big screen itself. Surprised no one mentioned Kingdom Hearts. I know if Eleanor had been here, she'd have been going absolutely nuts at the moment. Um, she was quite excited by this when it yeah. appeared on screen. I'd kind of liked her to have been here, actually, because I wanted somebody to explain to me why this is so exciting, because I thought it looked awful. I don't know the overall arching of it. I've never played any of the games. It's Disney Final Fantasy, and Eleanor absolutely loves it. And if you can hear her in the background, anyone, uh, she just keeps saying it's amazing. One thing that's annoying me about that is that I heard there's a rumour going around that the PlayStation 4 is going to get an exclusive remaster of the first two games and that Xbox One won't get it. 
and the fact that Xbox One is getting the third game, why the hell not bring those two to Xbox One for players who've never played it before? Doesn't uh, make sense to me. I'm sure HD 2.5 is already out for PlayStation 4. The, yeah, but this is like they both get both the two. They won't come to Xbox One, is what the rumor is. No, that is correct because they were exclusives to Sony. Well, they, they shouldn't be bringing it to Xbox One then. Why? Why not make make more money and open it up for more uh, players? Yeah, but that's basically trying. That's basically telling you, oh, if you want to play the other two games, go get a PS2 or a PS3 or a PS4. I've realised why this hasn't lasted quite as long as I hoped it was going to. Paul, you haven't actually discussed Final Fantasy VII in any great detail here. <laughs> well, the I have to say the details and uh, graphic change that they've done to that is amazing. I remember sitting with uh, Final Fantasy VII originally, and it, you had your square blocky characters, and it was an enjoyable game. It was fun. It t- took you a while to sit and actually go through and complete. Um, from what I've seen on this and what they've said about it, it is supposed to be an exact copy over of what the game is. It's just with full re- uh, 3D graphic uh, and rendering. I, w- I wanted to jump in because, uh, like I said, I did play Final Fantasy VIII all the way through, and I could showcase some of my knowledge of that I, I collected some of the more rare Guardian forces in that, like uh, Doom Train, Odin, Mewtwo, Squirtle, uh, and I thought it was a deck game. When you go back to play it again, like the original version, it makes your eyes bleed. You know what I mean? It's funny how you forget how ugly those games were. I heard something where they're talking about actually making some changes to Final Fantasy VII. It's not just a remaster. They're talking about changing the combat, some of the story points, who knows what. And it's actually caused an uproar. I was going to bring you in on another game that Square Enix sort of gave a bit more airtime to, which was The Rise of the Tomb Raider. I know you've kind of spoke in the past quite a bit about your love of the Tomb Raider game, so what did you think about that one? Okay, funny story on Tomb Raider. I remember when they originally showed, like, the first Tomb Raider reboot, I guess what you'd call it, at E3, and I was not interested at all. Uh, And it came out, and I didn't get it, despite the huge raving reviews. I, I just couldn't imagine that it was actually a good game. And then I wound up buying it on sale for like $6 or $10 or something. And then sat on my shelf for like three months before I finally forced myself to play it. And it was fantastic. And I did not expect that at all. And it's completely turned me around on it. And I'm actually excited about the new one. Beyond that, I don't have a whole lot to add. I'm, I'm hoping they take what the first one did and just make it better. Improve the AI. And then just, just layer some more things on top of the game. Typically, I don't like RPG elements. But in that game, every time I unlock something knew i was excited about it and i really liked the way they executed that i thought the gameplay certainly looked really good for tomb raider but i have to say the dialogue a bit like last guardian it really irritated me after a point every single movement was met with a grunt or a scream it was like watching maria sharapova play tennis actually um oh, i, I just kind of hope yes. that's muted out over the course of the full gameplay did you play through the other one i haven't played the other one no because it, it it's originally three review got the same complaint i remember uh was it kevin ferreira he was actually, it was hilarious. He was, he was like mimicking opening a compass and he was groaning and stuff like it was, it was awesome. When you play the game, you don't notice it. And you'll find that the writing, like the dialogue between characters in Tomb Raider is really good. Top stuff. Easily one of the best games I've ever played as far as uh, character dialogue and writing. Okay. Dan, I know you'd mentioned a bit of excitement with regards to the trailer as we were watching it for, uh, for Honor. Yeah, uh, basically, I like the, I really like the look of it. It's a historical um, 
melee combat game, a lot like Assassin's Creed, except take out all the stealth elements in open world and just focus it on big multiplayer battles. Um, it's based around uh, samurai, Vikings, and knights, I think. But I, yeah. I've always loved the melee uh, aspect of Assassin's Creed, and um, I always... And I've played the multiplayer for Assassin's Creed, and I have to say I did not like the way they brought, you know, integrate the Assassin features into multiplayer. But this looks really cool because I I really like big open-ended battles like the ones you'd see in uh, Lord of the Rings and all of that. And to bring that to a multiplayer experience on console is going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. I thought it looked really good when it was uh, showcased. Um, I'd certainly look forward to seeing a wee bit more of it. Finally, who's going to confess to being excited by Just Dance? Well, Grady likes it because he likes to dance to Whitney Houston. <laughs> Just a point out, if he wasn't lagging right now, then uh, he'd be kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're kind of running on fumes and Grady isn't kicking in, then I guess that'll do it for the two of them. Yeah, we'll wrap that one there, I guess. <laughs>